In my line of work, in a regular week, just a normal run-of-the-mill week, I am frequently approached by employees who are considering bringing some sort of a claim against their employer. Hey, it's Terry Gorry, and this is the Terry Gorry Podcast. They feel hard done by, they feel ill-abused, they feel ill-treated, uh, they feel that an employment right or a breach of contract uh, has occurred or an employment right has been ignored or trampled upon. And they come to me with a view to bringing a claim, some sort of a claim, to the Workplace Relations Commission or the Labour Court, or in some very, very small number of cases, perhaps going to the courts for to sue for breach of contract or something. In all of these cases, I have to caution the employee, firstly, to take a very cold, cool, calculated, intentional decision about bringing the claim or not. They need to weigh it up, need to weigh it up carefully. They need, need to see what it is that they might get by way of a remedy and what it's going to cost them. Now, some employees say that they're not concerned about compensation, they're not concerned about money, what they are concerned about is justice or having their rights vindicated or essentially standing up for themselves or something of that nature. That's all well and good, but if you want to ensure that you get justice or try to get justice, if you want to vindicate your rights, if you want to give the employer a black eye, essentially, on a point of principle, that's fine. But you do need to know that it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you in terms of money. It's going to cost you in terms of time. And it's going to cost you in terms of some stress and so on involved with bringing a claim to the WRC or anywhere else. Because ultimately, what you're doing at its essence is having a dispute with somebody somebody with whom you've had a relationship for quite some time. So first thing is you may want to do it for justice reasons or on a point of principle, that's fine. But when people understand what's involved, when they understand the money that may be involved, how it can go wrong, the hassle, they sometimes change their minds. The other person then is somebody who says, look, I've had a basic employment right ignored or trampled upon or breached and I am entitled to compensation and I want it. It could be for payment of wages, it could be for holiday pay, it could be for public holidays, it could be for any number of things. And in those circumstances, what I have to caution the employee about is essentially looking at the cost-benefit analysis, carrying out a cost-benefit analysis. If, for example, an employee hasn't been given a written contract of employment in accordance with the Terms of Employment Information Act of 1994, then it is a very, very straightforward case. They're going to win it. But the problem is that the maximum that they can be awarded for that is four weeks wages and the average is probably two weeks wages. So the employee needs to weigh that up versus the cost and the hassle and so on of bringing a claim. Now, they may be perfectly happy and prepared to do that, 
But if they're going to engage the services of a professional, for example, a solicitor or a HR person or somebody like that, well, then they must factor in the cost, factor in the cost and the payoff. And as I say, the payoff for no written contract is probably two weeks wages. As against that, you have an unfair dismissal situation. An unfair dismissal case could involve up to two years salary. That's in accordance with the Unfair Dismissals Act of 1977, but that is the maximum. I've only seen one case in the last five years where the employee got two years salary. That is the maximum. The normal situation is that the employee will get financial loss. That's what's set out in the Unfair Dismissals Act 1977. And financial loss is essentially the loss of earnings, the loss of wages from losing one job to the commencement of employment in a new job. Now, if the employee is successful in getting a new job, say three weeks or four weeks or five weeks later, then financial loss in those circumstances is a month's wages, a month's salary. Employee must factor in or weigh up what it's going to cost to bring the claim and pursue the claim, particularly if he gets a solicitor or a, any other professional versus what he may get in terms of, or she may get in terms of compensation payoff. So if they've got a new job a month later, then the financial loss is going to be one month salary. And that's essentially what they'll be awarded. They need to weigh up those to say that month's wages, say they're getting 500 quid a week, that's 2000 euros. That will barely cover and probably won't cover the cost of a solicitor for the claim. On the other hand, if it took, say, three months, four months, five months, six months for the employee to get a new job, then in those circumstances, if the employee is successful, the financial loss is going to be four, five, six months of wages. In that situation, it's going to be a more profitable proposition for the employee. But that is the sort of analysis that the employee must weigh up when things cool down, when they look at the thing objectively, they need to look at the potential cost and the potential return or potential compensation. Another type of case is a discrimination case. Again, I mean, discrimination can lead to up to two years salary or indeed more in certain situations, but say a two years salary. Again, getting the maximum is difficult. It's rare. It can happen. But, you know, you've got to look at what may be awarded by way of compensation for the breach of your rights versus what it's going to cost. And as I say, a lot of times when the employee comes to me in the first instance, they speak about doing it on a point of principle. They speak about justice and so on. But when they cool down and sleep on it and weigh up the pros and cons, sometimes, many times, they decide not to go ahead. Now, obviously, sometimes they do go ahead or many, many times they go ahead as well. But there's no point plowing ahead, going off half cock to bring some sort of a claim for example, for the failure by your employer to pay you for three bank holidays or three public holidays. It's a relatively small claim. It's a relatively small payoff and it's going to cost you. Now, as I say, if you're happy enough to bring it yourself, well and good, but you do need to make a intentional, calculated decision. Hope you find this video useful. As I say, bringing claims is an easy thing to do. Bringing a claim, bringing any claim, bringing a number of claims is easy. You can fill out an online complaint form on the Workplace Relations Commission website and that's it, you're off to the races. But you do must understand that if you're getting legal representation, getting a solicitor like me or a barrister or somebody like that, 
then it's going to cost you and you must factor in that cost and weigh that up against the potential payoff. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.